coming to you live, pre-recorded from Seoul, South Korea, and Los Angeles, California. This is You, you Should Stan. I'm Maddie Hawk. And I'm Paige Whitney. And it's time to talk about some K-pop. Pew! Um, hey, before we start, I kind of want to do a little, like, pre-rec, uh, like a little asterisk note about the recording. Okay. Because it's going to sound clear now. A, because I'm doing it on my computer, but B, because I'm, like, no longer in a closet. Because I was literally the last two episodes recording in my roommate's closet. You were in a closet? Um, what? I was, like, literally door closed in the tiny little closet recording in there. You're like a dungeon troll. Exactly. My roommate was just like, oh, the, it'll be, like, better. There won't be any echo in there. And it was good until... Um, as we talked about, my roommate went to poop and turned the fan on, and you can hear the fan in the background. Good. Uh, that's what everybody wants to hear. You know, we're just, we're making the best of it, and I, there might be ambient noise from the pool pump that's out here since I'm at home right now. There might be dogs barking, so, you know, we're just, we're just figuring it out as we go, you know. Yeah, we're in no means any, like, we are not professionals nope. in most fields but especially not this one so we're professionals in being stupid or like yeah. making ourselves stupid or professionals at talking until somebody falls asleep <laughs> but which yeah. i think this showcases very well that oh, yeah. uh, skill set of ours <laughs> yes all right. all right um ready yeah let's begin Welcome back to You Should Stan, everybody. This is episode number two, and this week will be a very Maddie-driven episode because Maddie Ooh. is for sure the expert on our group today, which is, drumroll, <laughs> Oh, it's me saying it. <laughs> <laughs> sure, or do you want me to say it? I don't care. No, I can say it. Um, our group this week is SF9. Woo! Okay. So here are some little factoids about SF9. They debuted under FNC Entertainment, which also um, uh, is home to AOA and Flying, um, FT Island, for all of all, all of y'all throwback K-pop listeners listening. Oh my god, please go listen to them. Maybe we'll talk about them later on. Um, and they debuted on October 5th, 2006... With their song, Fanfare? 2016. Oh. 2016. <laughs> strike that. Let me try that again. Is Fanfare the name of the song? Is that their debut song? Yeah. I've Fanfare, never heard like, that. Pang Pare. It actually sounds exactly the same as their second, like, title song, Roar, or like... I still have not... I should have done my research. I'm such a jackass. It's Okay. Well, they debuted on October 5th. 2016 with the song Fanfare, or if you're going to pronounce it in Korean, Pangpare, which is wildly different, but that's okay. Um, and there are nine members. There is Insong, Youngbin, who is the leader, Jaeyoon, Dawon, Zuho, Roon, Taeyang, Hyeyoung, and Chani. And throw it over to M -M Maddie. Yeah, so um, they have released a total of two studio albums. Um, seven EPs, but I don't actually know what the difference between an EP and a mini album is because half of them just say mini album. I don't think there is a difference. I think they just like to use both words. Okay. Maybe, um, maybe mini going... album is the more Korean word and EP is the more like international word because yeah. I've never yeah. seen American things called a mini album, but I've, yeah. everything's called an EP. So Yeah, so I was 
Yeah, I'm just going off of what like Wikipedia told me because I didn't just like memorize how many they've had. Um, they have true. one single album, a few digital singles, and to my knowledge, one whole Japanese album. Uh, so they debuted technically through a TV show. Um, it was like a debut TV show, kind of like what we talked about with Seventeen. It was called D.O.B. or Dance or Band where they competed against another group that's now called Honeyist? Honeyist? Honey? Honeyist? Who named that group? I'm I'm firing (laughs) them. I'm firing them. Not great. Um, So they were competing to see, like, who would get to debut first, and Mm. SF9 won. And so, like, basically up until that point, um, FNC, the only actual, like, group, like, idol group they had was AOA, um, and they just, like, specialized boy-wise in actual bands. So, like, FT Island and Fly- and Flying came after. But, like, C and Blue were, like, the two big guys. So, SF9 was their first ever boy group. And they ended up winning. Um, I've only seen, like, the first episode. And it's pretty rough. In the <laughs> sense that, like, they were doing, like, their performance evaluation thing. And the CEO, just, like, after SF9 did their evaluation, he was just like, y'all suck so hard. Ooh. And then Honeyest came on and did their performance evaluation. He was like, y'all are ready to debut. He was cheering. He had a fan chant, basically. He was ready. Um, but that obviously something something changed there yeah. that I have not seen. Um, yeah, I'm like, I'm unsure still as to whether they have units or not. Because I know like a lot of groups are starting to get more popular with bigger groups is to have units. And, like, I've seen videos on YouTube of them at concerts, and they'll have, like, unit stages. Oh. Um, but I haven't seen, like, enough videos to know what's official or if those are just, like, special for each um, concert. Mm-hmm. Because all of their songs, to my knowledge, are also just, like, full band songs. Okay, I'm not, like, as well-versed as I am with other groups, but... <laughs> That's also <laughs> a side note for today, guys. I know that we're, like, we're the experts and we're gonna tell you who to stand. Uh, so we, we obviously started out with, like, our favorite group ever, so we had a lot to say there, but we're still <laughs> learning, you know, we're still learning here at You Should Stand as well. So we are, we're like baby, baby fans here. Maybe Maddie has some more, has some more feathers on her wings than I do. I'm like still in the nest, <laughs> covered and down, baby bird. I'm like, I'm like an adolescent pigeon here. When oh, we're pigeons. Out. Oh, I was, <laughs> yeah. I was thinking a robin, but you know, pigeons yeah, are cute too. Yeah, pigeons is kind of an unfortunate bird to be. I don't know why I changed that. I'm a baby pigeon. I'm going to look up. Maybe we'll put that in the the Twitter link, what a baby pigeon looks like. Yeah. See if it's really ugly or not. Why would I choose pigeon? My last name is literally Hawk. (laughs) Oh, my God. Mr. Golden Opportunity. The foolishness. You know, (laughs) sometimes it'd be like that. Sometimes it'd be. Okay, um... All right, so let's get into it. Um, how we got into SF9. Um, my story is going to take like two days to tell. So Paige, would you like to start <laughs> us off? Sure. Like I said, um, I, I've been resisting getting into SF9 just because I think that I don't have enough time to like pay attention to groups. But I'm never one to be like, I'm not going to stand because I don't have time. So I'm just, we're working on it. We're working on it. But I do have some stories of like my encounters with how I got introduced to SF9. Um, I did not know about them, like, at all. They've gone completely under my radar until my first year in Korea. Um, I was in an aerobics class with a bunch of middle-aged ladies, which was a hoot. Um, and we were, like, most of the time it was just, like, 
like kind of club repetitive music but sometimes our teacher would pick like a song and make like sort of choreography and like mimic maybe if it was like something that already had choreography so we're like learning this song and I I think I had missed a class or something when we started learning it and so we're going over it I'm like oh this is fun it was SF9's Mamma Mia and all the like middle-aged ladies were like yeah it's SF9 I was like who the hell is that and this was like late 2017 maybe or maybe early 2018 I'm not entirely sure when that came out and they were like you don't know what (laughs) like fully making fun of me because they were like you're the k-pop expert because I always come in with my purse covered in k-pop buttons and they I was like oh damn if they're if they're getting after me I guess I should know this song so I went and listened to it and it's a bop so that's how I got into that and I was like oh okay I legitimately thought that was their debut song. I did not know anything before that existed. I'm (laughs) a terrible person. Um, And uh, so that came out and I like knew the name. And then a few months later, um, is it Now or Never or Chilas in in Korean? I always (laughs) think of that. I was like, oh, damn, that's a different concept. So then I was more intrigued. And then I think the part where I was actually, or like the time where I can actually be like, yeah, I decided that I'm going to like... be interested and like know their names and like look at some videos which I haven't I haven't quite done yet um was RPM which is very recent uh so I am like I said literally a baby in the nest with this group but I am fully obsessed with RPM I listened to it on repeat for an entire day one time I didn't listen to anything else I regret nothing um but that that was what really sucked me in and so I I, despite being a baby, I am a stan. So, TLDR, this was the story of how you were exposed as a K-pop fraud. Uh, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> oh my god, they were, they shamed me so hard. They're like, uh, you don't know this group? But, like, I'm sure they knew nothing more than that. Cause, but I was like, oh, come on. I love that. Um, no, I remember when you texted me one day being like, oh my god, RPM is so good. And I was like, yes, finally somebody to talk to to about SF9. I'll I'll talk about that more later because that's all about all I got (laughs) to talk about but that's that I'm obsessed every fiber every hair on my body every fiber of my being was like like when it when I listened to it the first time anyways I'm getting ahead of myself Maddie please tell us your lengthy story of your exposure to SF9 and what really convinced (laughs) you Yeah, let's get into this narrative journey. This is a novel. This is like a full-on <laughs> novel. Um, yeah, so this, my little, um, I guess, like, journey, life story with SF9 actually spans around three years. That's um, a long time. It's a long time. So and you've I didn't been actually... since, like, the beginning almost then. Or, like, pre- Technically before the beginning. And I had no idea until, proud like, a you. few months ago that I'm I proud. realized this. I am yeah. proud of you. This is very rare to happen. But basically, my story starts in June of 2016. Um, I was in Korea with my mom and my grandparents, and I was just kind of literally baking in the oven of heat in Pegu. And I was bored out of my mind because my mom stopped translating Korean for me, like, day two when we got there. And we were just with all relatives. And, like, I get it. And you understand, like, it's a lot to translate random was this, like, right before you started Fulbright then? June of 2016? This was, like, two weeks before Fulbright started. Ooh. Yeah. And so, like, at that point, I didn't know Korean. I know, like, a few <laughs> right. random words, but right. I didn't... My Korean was, like, nothing. And so it just kind of, like, relied on my mom 
to like help me survive and she was just like i'm not going to translate every time somebody says this is fucking delicious maddie she didn't actually uh, 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 say that um that was just like the look in her eyes that i assumed was there mm. but yeah so basically i had like a lot of free time to myself and i decided like okay i just moved to korea i'm gonna start watching like some korean shows really get myself primed um and started watching doctors which was like a park Shin-ae show airing live at the time oh, i love park Shin-ae. Yeah, beautiful. But I, like, I ran out of episodes really fast, um, and that's completely does not relate to this at all whatsoever, but apparently (laughs) I just wanted to plug that I've seen parts of that show. (laughs) I didn't even finish the show, but hey! Um, But anyways, so when that, I ran out of that, I turned to Netflix, and on Netflix was this show called Click Your Heart, and it's this short little, like, web series, I think, about, like, eight or nine, ten max episodes. All the episodes are, like, 15 minutes And it's this really cool concept of, like, a choose-your-own-adventure show. And it's basically, like, a romance harem style where it's, like, a main girl who has four potential love interests. And the show itself would guide you of, like, which episodes to choose and which ones to skip if you want her to end up with, like, one of the dudes. So it's like, oh, "Oh, if you want her to be with this guy, watch episode four. If you want her to be with this guy, watch episode three I'm gonna stuff go- like that. If this is still on Netflix, I'm going to go back and watch this literally tonight. <laughs> it's not on Netflix, no! but it is like, you can find it by like doing some Googling. I, um, I'll do my research. We'll find it. Yeah. I it's, love it's that out there. shit. I love that shit. It's so cute. And it's so like chill. Corny. Um, yeah. So basically like the main girl is, is, was um, Mina from AOA. Mm-hmm. And um, I totally did not realize this at the time, but the boys in it were all like members of SF9. So this show was like an FNC show, kind of like how Dream High was a JYP show. I love Dream High. <laughs> so good. I love so it. <laughs> Could have an entire episode just talking about that TV show. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, so the possible options for Mina to end up with were Rowan, who played this like baseball prodigy athlete dude. Um, Juho, who was, like, the bad boy, ex-boyfriend, like, best fighter in school. Then there was, <laughs> um, Dawon, who was her childhood best friend, and Chani, who's, like, this cute little dongseng, or, like, younger guy who also is just, like, <laughs> always dancing for some reason in the so show. Hot. That's important. Yeah, he's a cutie. He's um, so yeah, so, like, based on how you watch it, she ends up with all of them, but you guide oh. your viewing so that she only ends up with the one you want. Mm-hmm. And all the other SF9 members make appearances too as like backup or extra roles. Like Hui Young is like just a member of the broadcasting like club <laughs> and stuff. Um, yeah, so I watched this entire show in a day. Not no shock. The episodes are 15 minutes, so I don't feel as it's, guilty about it. Yeah, yeah, that's totally that is a thing that can happen. It's, yeah, that it's so doable. Um, but I remember watching and being like, these guys are so cute. Like I was like into them. And so I looked them up, and at the time, they weren't even SF9 yet. They were called, like, Neo's Band, or, like, Neo's School, another word that I can't pronounce. Um, But they hadn't debuted yet, so I kind of just, like, wrote them off and just didn't even pay attention to them, as I always do. And um, so that happened, and, like, fast forward a year later, and Oh Sole Mio comes out. Um, And that song, that song's just so great. But I remember hearing it. I have listened to that. Once. It's a good one time. <laughs> one time. One time. Um, it's a good song. For some reason in my memory, it's always like I discovered at the same time I discovered Lo Siento by Super Junior. 
And I don't actually know if they came out at all at the same time. But uh, it's just funny because I'll still sing Ole Mio sometimes because I love that song. And every time I sing it, my roommate will always be like, oh, my God, I love Olo Siento. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) No. no. Not it. (laughs) But... Yeah, so Osole Mio comes out sometime in, like, 2017, I think, and I'm into it, but it's weird because I must have just, like, heard it somewhere because all I did was add to my playlist and listen to it, Mm -hmm. but I never actually, like, looked them up, um, which is something I always do every time I hear a song. I'm like, this is good. I'll look up the entire group, and then that just didn't happen. Relatable content. Me too. (laughs) Um, So that was that pause, and then fast forward again to 2019 um it's a real it's a nice sunday out in la and i'm doing my weekly sunday activity of watching king of the mass singer which i watch like religiously and guess who two of the guest judges are they are chani and rowan and i saw them and Mm. i was like i they look very familiar to me they are absolute babes i love them i looked them up and like, I'll, I'll get more into it in, like, the bias section, but I remember seeing Chani and think he was super attractive, and then looking it up and just being like, oh, you're actually 19. Like, that hurts. That's, <laughs> that, that's painful. But then Rowan, it was, like, 22, 23, like, older, okay. And, like, I know for me, sometimes half the battle of getting into a group, or, like, get against getting into a group is if I feel like I'm so much of a Nuna to the entire group. Mm-hmm. Um, which I feel like at this point, I've given that up completely. 80s. <laughs> yeah, 80s. Just, okay, I guess that's just my <laughs> new thing It's now. out the window. Whoops. <laughs> but um, I just remember seeing that half their members were, like, my age or older. So I was like, okay, like, I can actually comfortably get into this group. And then I started the process of, like, listening to all their songs, watching videos, got in deep, and now there are just, like, posters on my wall of SF9, so official fan. You did buy those when you visited me. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I've got a lot, like, a scary amount, because I also have, like, two official posters that are just beautiful, but I have all those face posters. Oh, man. Go to Korea and do yourself a favor. And just buy all of the posters, buttons. I lost my 17 button. That's so sad. I If I had known, I would have bought one and brought one home for you. It's okay. I don't think it even made it home. I don't know where it is. Like, I never, it never <laughs> saw the light of day. It got, somebody in customs opened and it was like, this shit is mine. <laughs> yeah. 17 stan on their, on their yes. uniform. On their uniform. All right. So that was that story. So now let's get into the nitty-gritty details of SF9. Nitty-gritties. Um, our featured songs of the week. I will obviously go first because if it isn't clear yet which song is my favorite, then you haven't been listening. Um, I pick RPM because what? I'm a basic hoe. And I know that's like... <laughs> Obviously, it's, like, their newest song. Like, Now or Never is a close second. But uh, RPM is just, it's, like, dark and, like, sexy. And, like, that first, like, the, ooh, like, that part in the beginning. I got, like, goosebumps the first time I listened, like, all over my body. I was, like, oh, it's going down. And, like, the, the choreography is really good, too. But, like, oh, my God, just... I don't know. There's something about that song starting out too with the raps, the three different rappers, and like you can, you can hear, like the difference with it. Like, I mean, Youngbin sounds amazing, but like when Chani comes in, he's like, 
boom, boom. I was like, ah, <laughs> like my, my heart fell out of my ass. It, it was just, I was dying. And like, I, I mean, also he young sounds great too, but like, it just was incredible. And like pair that with like the crazy good vocals and like the like falsetto parts that they do and the like background harmonies that you kind of don't even hear like because you're distracted by like the main vocals most of the time and like when I sat back and listened I was like there are so many like layers in this song oh my god I'm fully obsessed like I said I put it on repeat for an entire day one time because everything else I listened to was just wrong because I was like I just want to listen to this song um I'm obsessed it's incredible and it's got this whole like the video has this whole like Tron vibe going on um, with like kind of like the the neon colors but also the dark background I don't know I'm obsessed and now I want to just go watch it again because it's amazing so I don't know why but that video reminds me of Boom Boom by Seventeen a lot oh I could see that kind of the like yeah. flashlighting on them but like the dark in the background yeah mm-hmm. like the songs are very different yeah, the yes. video itself like I don't know visually yeah, yeah. a lot of maybe just color scheme but yeah, also just because it's, like, their newest song, ain't no thing if that's your favorite one. Sometimes, like, the newest song's just really, really good. It slaps, and I have not yeah. gotten sick of it yet. And, you know, okay, like, this is, like, not really a related story, but you know how, like, I don't know if this happens to you a lot, but it happens to me a lot, and I'm like, I'm a wizard. Or the internet can <laughs> hear me, or it can read my mind. Because, like, you're, I'm, like, in the car, I have, like, a playlist, or, like, on the subway, I have a playlist of, like, 300, 400 songs sometimes, you know? So that's when it's, like, if, it, if you're just in a shuffle of, like, 30, like, whatever. But I'm, like, thinking about a song, and I'm, like, ooh, I should pick that next, and then it comes on. Co- yeah. And I, like, shart a little bit, because it freaks me out, because <laughs> I'm, like, it happens way more than I think it should in yeah. a large playlist like that. I don't know. It, obviously, I'm not a wizard. Obviously, they can't read my mind. I hope not. I don't know. It just freaks me out, and I was in the car. in Because, surprise, guys, I'm recording from America today. Um, unreal. You don't really care, but I, I'm home <laughs> on break, so technically we're not recording from Seoul, Korea this time. Sorry to disappoint. Um, I was driving my grandma's car to visit my friends, and I whatever had just come on. It's a playlist of 400 songs, and I'm thinking, ooh, I should turn on RPM, and it comes on, and I swear this little this is a little explicit, but I swear my nipples got hard. I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, where's the prank? Where's the cameras? It was bizarre, but. All in all, I love that song. Maddie, please stop me from talking. <laughs> I Before I go on, I need to clear this up because I've just been staring at your shirt half of it. And does that just say queer and then I wish? It says cheer. <laughs> Irish. Cheer Irish. Queer <laughs> I wish. Yo, my school would have a heart attack. This high school was so Catholic. They'd be like, uh, uh, no, it's not queer. <laughs> That's hysterical. <laughs> Maybe I'll put a picture of my shirt and leave that in there just as a thing and be like, this is the shirt I was wearing, just if anybody's curious. It'd be funny. I love it. Then hopefully you'll understand why. To be fair, it's, like, kind of cut off at the bottom. It is. You can only see, like, half of it. Yeah, I only see the stock. Irish is, like, in in cursive. Like, cursive. Yeah. Queer I wish. I feel like queer I wish is actually, like, it's a possibility from the angle I'm at. Yeah, I'm looking at it also in, like, the reflection, too. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> Reflection? All right. The camera is backwards. Anyways. <laughs> Maddie, tell us about your favorite song. All right. My favorite song, um, 
by them. English title is Easy Love, and the Korean title is, for some reason, this is one of those words I just can't say, um, Shipta. Shipta? Like, it's not a hard like word. Like, easy? Shipta? Yeah. Shipta. Shipta. Um, yeah, I don't know why I struggle with that. For some reason, I always want to be, like, Shweepta. Uh, like, that's not that's I mean, not right. it's spelled that way in Hangul, so. Yeah, that's true. I could, yeah, so I could sh- never pronounce the difference between I want to rest and I want to go pee. Like, I feel like it confused my host family a lot. I'd be like... There are a lot of words like that. Or easy, like, it's a it's a, it's a free day, and I end up mm-hmm. saying it's an easy day, like, she and I, like, I, I don't know the difference, so whatever. They'd figure it out. But yeah. yeah. They, they know. Shipta, shipta. Works. Um, okay, so Shipta is their title song from their second mini album, which, um... I've, like, random non-sequitur, I've actually been, like, going to every freaking music store in L.A. Um, and by every music store, I mean the two that I frequent a lot. But <laughs> I went to both of them, and I cannot find this album. I'll, I'll look I for just... it when I get back. I'll try to, if I find it, I'll get it for you. Thank you. It's one of those things where it's, like, I could easily just go on, like, eBay or G Market, like, 11th Street, and find it. But I think part of me wanted to, like, serendipitously just, like, stumble Find across it. this album. Yeah. But I think I'm just kind of resolved to myself that that's not happening. Because I don't think they're going to restock a second album of <laughs> a band that not a lot of people are listening to. <laughs> but, yeah. So what got me, I, like, have, I'm obsessed with this song. And I think it's because the first time that I heard the chorus and actually understood the lyrics, it just felt like a bullet through the heart. Um... It's a great. Do you shot to the? If you heart. can see, yeah, if you can see Paige right now, she just like mimic Matrix style getting shot. <laughs> um, have you have you heard this song? I have not because I'm a terrible SF9 fan so far. <laughs> I'm gonna really like I I literally told Maddie when we decided on this group. Yeah, I'm gonna go do some research, and then I did none. Um, so it's all gonna be back research. I'm I'm learning as much as you guys are right now. So this is great. Yeah, this is informative for you too. Yes. Um. So basically, Shipta is it's a breakup song, but the chorus is basically going like, "Wow, like breaking up is so easy for you, Ooh. and now I just kind of like hate love because it hurts so much. Mm-hmm. Like they're constantly being like, "Girl, you did not shed a tear. Like you just want me to go. Is this really that easy for you? Ooh, and it's ouch. just. Yeah, it hurts, but the song also just, like, slaps. It's just a good song in general. Um, There's also this great video, which I'm going to mention later several times because I'm <laughs> obsessed with this video. But it's a video of Rowan, Jaehyun, and Dawan singing a medley of their title tracks. And Rowan sings, like, the opening part of the chorus, and it's this, like, very broken down, slowed down, like, almost acoustic, but not quite acoustic. Acoustic? Acoustic? Acoustic. I'm just being a bitch now. But... <laughs> it's a lovely acoustic track. <laughs> um... But yeah, it's singing a nice, nice little different version of it, and it just, the first time I heard it, it melted my insides. Um, yeah, so that's, that's it. Go check it out. Go check it out and then read the lyrics, because they're also just, like, heartbreaking and beautiful. Bada boom. Heartbreaker. All right. Full honesty, guys, for the B-sides part, I had to actually go back in the recording and, or pause, pause our recording and, um figure out which track it was that I actually really liked. Once again, I'm a basic hoe. So from the newest mini album, am I correct? Yes. Um, from the same one as RPM, my B-side pick is Liar. Um, there's just, 
once again, it's those like background vocals and like, I don't know, there's something about it that is just when I, when it, like when the chorus hit, when I was first listening to it, I think I was in my office in Korea and I was like, Ooh, like had to, you know, like it's, it's one of those moments where like when the song is really satisfying and you kind of want to like make a noise out loud, but you're surrounded by other people. So you can't do that. Um, that's how I felt about this song. And if I'm, if I'm right, I think I remember you saying that one of the members was like involved with writing the lyrics on this one or am I wrong um I'm willing to I think they were all written I want to say they were all written by at least like the members were involved in the writing of all the songs that's really hard for me to say (laughs) yeah tight well that is what I recommend um maybe when I do some more research I can tag something on the twitter page for um a a deeper cut because I'm not going very deep right there but I think beautiful liar or liar they say beautiful liar in the song. Liar is my B-side pick. There. Thank you. <laughs> Good choice. Um, yeah, so for me, it's going to be different or Dala. Um, like, hands down, this is just my favorite SF9 song. Um, and it's very random. It's very B-side. It's from their Sensuous album, which is, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> 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 Sensuous. you like really need to be seeing what I'm seeing right now. They don't want to see it. They do not. It's so great. Um, this is, wait, I have it right in front of me. I can just pull it out. Um, it's from their fifth mini album. I'm just going to showcase the image of it to Paige because she's the only one who can see right now. Um, but yeah, so this song is so cute. I'm just, I'm a sucker for cutesy ass songs. You can ask everyone that knows me. I love my little teeny bopper shit. Um, and this song's just fucking like peach iced tea sugary sweetness. I <laughs> love it. Um, lyrics wise, it's not the like deepest song. It's not as like deep as like Easy Love was. Doesn't have but to be. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was written by the entire rap line though. Cool. So that's cool. Uh, the, the song's basically just like girl, like, you are different than everyone else, and I'm just gonna love you forever, chase you to the ends of the earth. And that's basically (laughs) all they say over and over and over again. (laughs) But it's just this really cute and upbeat song. Um, I love watching, they have one of those dance practice videos where they're all wearing, like, pajamas. I love those! Um, And it's just, like, yeah, it's a really, like, pure video, but the end, they do this, like, really fucking weird but adorable dance move. They always have really weird, random, like, complex moves, like, in every choreography video, I feel like, but it's cute. Um, but I have to also do, like, a shout-out to Echo, which is also from their newest mini-album. Um, it's, Juho wrote it, and I'm probably gonna end up talking about this later, but I fucking, I'm obsessed with this song, like, currently, just listening to it over and over again. It's just, like, this really pure, beautiful love song. I'll tell you, I'll get into it later. I, it's a good one. (laughs) (laughs) I do <laughs> too many, too many things. Let's move on. Koryu, Koryu. Um, once again, I don't know super well, but I think, I think my favorite choreography, while I do like the RPM choreography, is the Now or Never Judas one. I think mostly because it shocked me because the only other song I had seen was Mamma Mia, and it's you know kind of a poppy song, so it's less complicated. And I love the whole like neck grabbing thing they do. If I remember right, is that that's a thing they do in that right? I, th- I think so. I'm sure it is. It, it's that's a popular move in K-pop. <laughs> it also it works every time. I'm I go weak in the knees every single time. Um, th- I just think it's it's some 
really inch I think they're all on the floor at one point too. Once again, you can tell that I didn't do my research and like watch <laughs> it again, but I remember being very shook about it when I watched. So it obviously made an impact. I just don't have it laser burned into my mind, but yeah. So very favorite choreography, uh I choose Now or Never. Boom. Just like random plug about that song cuz I love that song. That's also my favorite, but I'll talk about a different one. Um <laughs> I Love that. But <laughs> when this song came out, and it took me a while to realize it, but, like, the title Judas, I thought they were saying jealous, like, the English word jealous oh. over and over mm-hmm. again. And they're not, they're saying, like, Judas, like, I did it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a very, very different, like, vibe than what <laughs> I was picturing in my mind of them just going jealous over and over again. I mean, it's kind of dark and sexy, so it would be like, it it could fit. It wasn't, like, outside of the realm of possibility. Yeah, like, it works, but, yeah, that's just, like, a random taking me forever to realize that the title that I knew was just wrong completely. Um, Okay, so my favorite choreo, I guess, like, Astra's second favorite choreo is, um, it was hard. I just really like Jules. I just really like so good. Now we're never. It's so good. But okay, um, to not talk about that, uh, <laughs> it would probably be enough or in Korean Yepujijima, which is also a hilarious right. Korean title of just don't be really, pretty. Yeah, don't be pretty. Like I remember the first time I was listening to this in the car, my mom was like, "Are they just saying don't be pretty, Maddie?" And I was like, "That's what they're saying. <laughs> <laughs> that is it. <laughs> it's a good message." Um. But yeah, so this, I, I do really like this. The beginning's, like, very, very well synchronized. Um, but the part, like, immediately when the song starts and Jayun starts singing, they're all, like, moving their hands slowly higher to the beat. I love that. And I, yeah, I just really like that moment. And the song itself is very, very fluid. Like, there are moments where they all, like, fall to the ground and then lift themselves back up. And it's just so graceful and smooth. Um, I kind of hated the dance like, the chorus part at first when they're all, like, getting on the ground and kind of, like, I don't know how to describe it, mm-hmm. but, like, it's almost as if they're doing lunges, but it kind of, it really grew on me after watching it over and over again. Um, I just think it really fits with the sound. And then there's this move at the end where, like, Rowan is on his back and they, like, lift him up. And it, again, it's just, like, so smooth and well integrated. And I, yeah, I really, I really like that choreo. But I have to do, because um, it's me and I can never actually just say one thing when I promise I will. <laughs> um, couple shout outs, just for like little moments. I have to shout out to KO or like Knockout. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the Korean title is. But this was like their first ever thing. I don't know. It They debuted it from like the DOB dancer band show. Um, so this is a song on their first ever album. But it's only just the very beginning, the windmill dance part, that just, like, freaks me out. It's crazy. And, like, this is their first song ever. And they started off with some, like, hype beast shit like that. Like, you just have to do yourself a favor and pause this right now and then look up just the windmill dance. And then when you're done, look up the clip of them doing it on Idol Room because that shit is hysterical. Um... And then also, I just have to do a little shout-out plug to Oso Le Mio because they dance with capes, and I just... Oh, I love capes. capes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know if I really love capes, but I, I like the idea. <laughs> it's like a really random thing to love. Like, <laughs> oh, capes. Yes. I love capes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> for, for our favorite eras, I don't... Like I said, I, I just keep repeating myself. I don't know as much, but I, I'm actually going to talk about the what I think is the worst era as far as I know. <laughs> 
Which Mama is the Mamma Mia era. Mamma Mia. <laughs> what, what in the fuck no. was their stylist thinking with the hair? It was wrong. Which one of it's them raw. had the bl- the brown dread? Whoa, was- brown dreads. <laughs> I, dreads. I, the dreads. It was the dreads. It was, was Dawan, right? And Youngbin had yeah. like a a mint colored mullet, right? Yeah, yeah, that was. Oh, bad. it was. I will say bad. because I was. I hate. I get so angry when I see K-pop stars in dreads mm-hmm. and like um, braids because it's it's so culturally appropriative. And then like I'm not okay, a fan. I will. It's it's. Oh, just drop something. Um, <laughs> I'm not a fan either. And it's like, I don't want to defend it. I have no intention of defending it. I will say, and Paige can agree, because we've spent considerable amount of time in Korea, know the Korean culture. They are not well-versed in, A, what cultural appropriation even is. Mm-hmm. And, like, B, what, like, they see things from, like, hip-hop culture, and they just think it's cool. And so they don't understand that what they're doing is problematic. But again, people have all said it. It's like, okay, you don't understand ignorance. That's one thing. But, like, that does not stop them from educating themselves. Right. And I will say this moment, I found this. I think I just read this last night, actually, um, which really impressed me. It may not be true. I read it on Tumblr, and it was, like, a brief blurb in the tags. So there was no, like, actual, like, proof. Um, proof. But um, it said something about how, like, you know, Dawan had these dreads in Mamma Mia, and then apparently at a fan sign, one of their fans, like, went up to him and explained to him how, the, like, his hair was problematic, and apparently he immediately went back to his stylist, and he was like, we're gonna change this now, and then he never, because you can see videos of them in it, it stops after a point. Oh. So, at least there was a saying out there that went that, like, he educated himself on it and stopped it, and, like, they haven't done, I mean, Mamma Mia only happened, like, a year and a half or two ago, tops, but, like, they haven't done problematic hairstyles since and That's i good. thought that was good yeah, yeah yeah i i did watch this is fully unrelated i watched a video of a, like a korean girl like she was like talking about box braids like she had educated herself and she was like un i don't know if she was undoing them or doing them and it was really interesting because yeah. she was talking all in korean about like i learned about these i didn't know before and like so i educated myself and so like that made me feel a lot better about her like wearing them because she learned how to I think how to do it herself um that's cool whatever it was it, it made me feel like less weird about it but yeah it's just also not a cute look dreads are just not a really a cute look on people that aren't of african-american heritage it just it just is not cute and it's like your hair sticks out because it's not the kind of hair that's meant to go in there anyways it just, just <laughs> the song is cute and great but the styling was pretty terrible um, I also, yeah. when I first watched it, I was like, what, also what stylist is like, let's put a drop of hair coloring in like, boop, 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 like making rainbow hair. They made that mistake with Sehun and Wolf with EXO. Like, rainbow hair is just not cute. Like, Taehyung is too damn cute for you to be putting, like, cotton candy <laughs> in his hair. I don't know. I just it's was not, not. It's not a good look. It was not, it was not the look. Um, but that's, that's what I'm going to say is my least favorite era because I just do know that in terms of the styling was bad. Um, my most perfect era would have to be the, um, Narcissus, 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 (laughs) um, um, you got it somewhere in there. Yeah. One of those words correctly said, um, that's the album name. And then the title track being enough for Yepu Jijima, um, song itself is like a bop and a half. I love the concept that they're just like looking into mirrors and just loving themselves. And I like to think to myself that they're just like looking at a mirror saying like, stop being so pretty to themselves. <laughs> I just love that thought. Um, 
I think for me, this is kind of like with Don't Wanna Cry with Seventeen, where, like, the era that really got me into the group mm. is my perfect era. Um, and so, oh, that's a fucking lie. That's not, like, how it is with every group, because I don't think I could ever say, like, NCT's era that got me oh, into God. my favorite. Cause, like, There's just too much. Seven Cents, they look rough. Um, it was not But it. that's not, yeah, this is not the time to be talking about that. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> This is, I'm very torn between, like, Sensuous and Narcissus, um, but I feel like between those two albums, in terms of, like, appearance, they don't actually change too, too much. They look very similar. Realistically, Rowan looks exactly the same. I'm convinced he just, like, came out of the womb with the face that he has now, <laughs> because, like, his haircut has changed a little bit, and it's gotten, like, more comma hair and greater, but, like, he kind of looks exactly the same, but, um incredible for me the narcissist album is when he young debuted oh. his longer hair i love and like oh, i love it he's so beautiful so good and he's been growing it out since around the time of like mama mia and it was longer in the sensuous album but like at narcissist when that album came out and that music video came out is when his hair the length was just perfect and i loved it i loved how in Sung's hair was like a lighter shade. I thought he looked beautiful. And this is when Jaehyun first started like glamming up for me. And when I first kind of started noticing him. Um, yeah. And it's like, but like my only reserve is I don't want to say narcissist because Juho wasn't active in the promotions because he was injured at the time. Aww. So it's like hard for me to say my most perfect era is an era where like one of the members weren't even involved. So it's like, I love everything. I just wish he was there. Right. If I, so I, I guess I would just be like, Narcissus is my favorite era, but Juho specific, I would say like current RPM, because I think he looks better now than he did in Sensuous. He didn't look bad, but I really like, <laughs> I, I'm just a sucker for like the blonde hair. Oh, yes. Um, yeah, so yeah, that would be it. That was a lot. <laughs> <laughs> just going back and forth. <laughs> but yeah. All right. All right we, so it's... we are finally there, guys. We are at our bias corner. Um, if I can even claim a bias as so early on, but I think I, I think I have decided. And my SF9 bias is Taeyang. My fucking dog is barking right as I'm talking. How rude. I'm gonna re-say that. And hope he's gonna keep barking. I'll just, I'll just go for it. I, the dog downstairs won't stop, guys. Um, my, my SF9 bias is Taeyang. Um, I know very little about him, except that he is uh, tall, and if the first time I saw him, or, like, focused, once once I sort of, like, I don't fully have a grip on their names yet, like, everybody's, I know all the names, I don't know if I know all the faces yet, but the first time I saw him, like, specifically in RPM, I think it was, I was like, he's kind of sharp looking, and I tend to not like people that are very sharp looking, because it intimidates me, like, he's, like, pointy jaw, like, these, like, really like sleek eyes he just looks like a vampire so I guess that's what I mean by sharp and I think I was intimidated but I was also like oh he sings like an angel so that also like kind of you know punched me right in the gut and he's <laughs> so he's tall he can sing well um also he's like a crazy good dancer which I found out a little bit later um, that he's, he's like so main vocal and main dancer or something like that, right? Yeah, I know he's choreographed. I don't. He doesn't choreograph all the dances, but I know he's choreographed some. Oh of my them. god, I love that. Or at least one. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, 
And I also, once I found out that he was kind of a dancer, I stumbled back because I watch a lot of One Million Dance Studio videos. Um, and I, like, on a couple of them, they were like, this is all, obviously there's, like, a couple where it's, like, SF9 choreography, so obviously they're going to be in it. Not obviously, but, like, people in the comments are like, oh, blah, blah, blah. And people are always talking about, um, I think it was, I'm not remembering which ones were in there. But when I figured out the names and they were like, oh, yeah, so-and-so and so-and-so and Taeyang, Chani and Taeyang, and I can't remember who the other person was. I'd have to look it up. Um, young, oh, probably Youngbin. Maybe. I don't He's think it was like Lo. their main dancer. Yeah. But they were there, like, filming with them in the studio. And, like, everybody's commenting on the other two, but I was like, I cannot take my eyes off of Taeyang. Like, he just was, uh, uh, um, but all in all, I think he's very alluring, and I want to know more, um, but I, I haven't changed my mind on that, so I believe that he is my SF9 bias, Taeyang. Uh-huh. Can I ask, this is, like, not have anything to do with SF9, but I, because, like, every, the first time I saw Taeyang, my first thought was, like, oh my god, it's Taemin from Shiny. Like, <laughs> He reminds me of him so much. And really? Like, is yeah, I don't know what it is, but um, who is like is Taemin your shiny bias? No, or? I I oh. surprisingly I think I was a Minnow bias. Who Minnow is like the most useless <laughs> member of Shiny. <laughs> I love him and he's hot, but that's all he is. I mean, same. I mean, but I on. think that's because I saw To the Beautiful You before I saw. I anything. love that show. Yeah. <laughs> oh, now uh, I kind of okay. see it. I kind of see it when I look at a picture of Taeyang that like he sort of looks like Taemin in this picture, but I don't think in person. I think. Yeah. He's a little more pointy. He's much more sharper. Yeah. yeah. But I think it's like that, and his dancing style to me is very mm, like mm, could be like that watery, watery, fluid, okay. watery. <laughs> 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 That's a word. That's a choice. That's, that's a gross description. <laughs> okay, so my turn. Um, this is, I have an entire page written. Oh my here. gosh. Um, so it's, have I name dropped him a lot? Okay, well regardless, it, it, it's Rowan. It's Rowan. It's, 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 it's Rowan. It's him, yeah. Um, and this is, it's very like, I don't know if ironic's the right word, but I'm going to use it, and I'm just going to claim it, but it feels, like, ironic that we did um, 17 last week, or, like, first, and then uh. SF9 second, because it's, like, I just gushed about how Jung Han's, like, my soulmate, the person I'm obsessed <laughs> with, and it's, like, so wild, but I think if there's anyone that could ever actually rival my love for Jung Han, it would have to be Rowan, and I'm, like, still trying to figure out how I feel about that. But the funny thing is, like, with Jung-Han, I knew where I saw him, and I was like, it's him. With Rowan, it took me until my most recent version of getting into SF9 to even decide on him. Mm. Um, and, like, originally, when I saw Click Your Heart, so back in 2016, my favorite was Juho. And then, like, when I was getting into it, watching the King of the Mass Singer episode, it was Chani for a hot second until I realized he was, like, an actual baby. And I was like, nope, pump the brakes. <laughs> Not doing that. I've done it with other groups, but I'm not doing it today. Not here. Not this one. <laughs> and then I think it was when I saw Rowan on Idol Room. Um, yeah, it was on Idol Room that I kind of was like, I, that solidified it. I was like, this is my bias, hard firm. I love him. And now I'm like, that's where I'm at. Um, so, like, realistically, I have to, like, say the visuals reeled me in. Like, he's just, oh, he's... have you seen the man? He is... I. Uh, yeah, he's nothing more needs to be said just take one look exactly. at him and how could you not yeah it's yeah there's no words um he is tall 
so tall. One of the tallest men in K-pop. It's it's like the actual like centimeter height measurement has changed within the past three years from going to like 188 centimeters all the way to like 193 um so it's anywhere in there but like I don't know what that is in feet but I'm pretty sure like 181 is six feet tall I think 180 is six feet I'm looking at it right now and it says he's 190.5 which is like six two that's a tall man that's a in tall, Korea, like, that's a very tall man. Yeah, he's at least that. I remember on, like, I think it was on Idol Room, he was like, I'm 192, and, like, it, it changes in every interview. He says a different height. I just, regardless, he's tall. He's very he's tall. tall. He's you tall. can just look at pictures and see that he's tall. Um, But I think he's actually, like, really funny. I think for me, when I saw him, I just kind of expected him to be a dud because he was so beautiful. But yeah. I was like, there's no way he could have a personality matching those visuals. But he does. Um, there's this excellent moment in Idol Room where they're doing this dance-off and everyone's, like, taking it very seriously. Not, like, uncomfortably seriously, but they're, like, just dancing very, very well. And it gets to his part, and all he does is he just takes off his jacket and just model struts to the cameras (laughs) and then poses in all of them before just, like, walking away and strutting back. And, like, honestly, it was one of those moments where I was like, he knows his strengths and he plays to them. And it was just hilarious. And he kind of, like, makes jokes about how, like, at one, ep- like, something, they're just like, oh, they say you're, like, a face genius. And he's just like, I prefer face prodigy or something like that. And I was just like, you know, I like his humor a lot. Um, He can sing beautifully. Like, he's not one of their main vocals, and it, like, hurts. I mean, Insong and Taeyong have yeah. great voices. They have great voices. Like, I don't want to, like dock them at all but I'm like he sings really great I'm very 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 bitter that he didn't make it past round one of King of the Mass Singer um he is so talented and like for the reveal part um after he lost in round one uh the song he sang which would have been his second round song was like Ejuk's Kojima 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 or like Lai 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 which is like first off that's just a devastating song like, it fucking hurts, but he sounded so great when he sang it, and I'm like, I'm never going to be okay with the fact that he didn't make it to the second round. I mean, that was also the episode where, like, Solji, like, started, so, mm. like, he probably wouldn't have won. Like, I love him, I love his voice, but Solji is a fucking, like, well, he's, queen. Was he against Solji? No, he was against fucking Sungri from Big Bang. Oh, that makes me angry. It makes me so angry, and, like, I'm just, what I tell myself is that, because he's got a very recognizable voice. They probably were like, we know who that is, and they just voted him in. Yeah, they just voted him in because it's Sungri, and that's what, like, he's, I'm not afraid to say he's a fucking piece of shit, and I feel like I'm justified in saying that. Absolutely. Yeah, but anyways, so (laughs) the only good thing is that Sungri got crushed by Solji in the second round, so that made me feel better. Anyways, his voice, it's just, like, it's very, like, velvety, um, because it's, like, deep but high at the same time, just, like, pure silk in heaven. That video of the song medley that I said before showcases his voice so beautifully. Um, going on, my little, uh, Zodiac plug of the episode, he's a Leo, and I fuck with that, um, 
like that. <laughs> I see that Paige taking her phone, and I'm wondering if she's checking what Taeyang. I exactly was side. doing that right now, because I think I neglected. <laughs> oh, that ruins it for me. He's a Pisces. That That's... Yeah. I don't like surprised. Pisces men, guys. Oh, man. <laughs> Damn it. Um... All right, so back to my bae. <laughs> yeah, he's really supportive of his other members. There's this video of them when they're on um, Idol Radio covering a song, and it was like, I don't remember what the song was, but it was very, like, it was an emotional song, and it was this emotional moment, and I think it was Zawan who actually just starts, like, tearing up and almost, he may even have started crying during the performance, and you can just see Rowan not drawing any attention to himself or the moment. He's just, like, patting his bat and, like, back? Not bat. Oh. Patting his bat. Oh, <laughs> oh, his oh my. Oh, is, my. Oh, God. Not, nope. Nope. It's one form of comfort. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Maddie. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. It was a pretty moment. It was a pretty moment. There we go. Um. Anyways, um, Insung is, like, actually his soulmate. He has come out and said that Insung is his soulmate. And I just, I love, like, Korean men in this regards of how they are very comfortable with the closeness of other men. Um, so I just think it's, like, beautiful that he's always like, you're my soulmate. But there's this, like, they've done it a couple times where they play that lie detector game where you, like, put your hand on that thing and it'll shock you if yes. you lie. And they'll always ask him questions like, who do you love more, like, Chani or Insung? And he'll always be, like, Insung. And then it will always shock him. <laughs> and, like, it's so funny because you just see that look on Insung's face. And it's always Rowan just running around going, like, Insung, I love you. Like, you're my soulmate. You're more than just my friend. Um, it's cute. It's I love it. Um, he can dance surprisingly well for someone so tall. Like, I don't know. I feel like short people tend to be better dancers. Like that's They have just less limbs the, to like, cont- control. Yeah, um, so, like, for somebody who's so tall and, like, very limmy, he dances pretty, like, (laughs) very limmy, he's pretty good. Um, yeah, so I'm just gonna end this by reiterating, like, how fucking visually perfect he is. Beauty incarnate, just, uh, end, cut, there, done, boom, face. Bam. (laughs) I mean, that leads us right into the bias records, uh, situation, um, I, there, there is a saying in K-pop that is not, it's not using his name, but it goes, my bias is my bias, but Chaunu is Chaunu, like from <laughs> Astro, because that's like, that's like encapsulating saying like, you can have a favorite, but everybody knows who really their favorite is that you have to like count out because they're just perfect. And what I what I'm gonna say is my bias is my bias, but no one is known, so like he's kind of a life ruiner um, for all the reasons that Maddie just said, and I she knows way better than I do. I just think that he's devastatingly handsome and it hurts. Um, but also, I think somebody who I think is my bias wrecker because when I first watched the Now or Never video, I was like, oh my god, who is he? Um, Hui Young, it's Hui Young, yeah. and he's he's too young. Not not entirely, but like I at the time I was like ninety nine. I can't do that. But it was like the long golden honey colored hair and like I don't know if it's his deep voice or Chani that is, but he's like in the front when they're dancing, and I was like, oh my god. So that that also kind of ruins my life. And um, I've seen a couple of clips and stuff, but he's always like very like 
happy, which I really enjoy in a person. Like, I like people who are, I mean, you don't have to be a, a bucket of sunshine all the time, but I like people that bring joy to people around them. Like, the happy virus is what he's nicknamed as. So I think he's fantastic for the little I know about him, and I think he, I guess, would be called my bias wrecker if I even can claim a bias <laughs> yet to even have a wrecker. But, you know, that's how it is. You need to watch um, to just, like, because this is just, like, really funny in concept. There's this video, which I'll recommend later. Um, it's, like, endurance tests, and it's not all of them, but Huyoung's in it, and they have this test to see, like, who can just talk about one thing the longest. <laughs> And, like, everybody, like, Rowan picks, like, soccer, Jaehyun picks, like, SF9, um, Insung picks movies, and then Huyoung just goes, truth. And oh, my just, God. Like, <laughs> goes into this really, really, <laughs> right? And it's, like, this really young kid, like, the youngest kid on there, the second youngest of the group, just goes on this long-ass philosophical, 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 like, diatribe about truth, and it's just amazing. <laughs> I, I'm more in love with him now because of that. That sounds, <laughs> that sounds like I need to, I need to watch that right now. It's great. It, yeah. I'll like, I'll point out with a more official title, although I think my official title is just going to be Endurance Test. Um, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so my base record time, um, this has like several iterations here because originally, like, not originally back, 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 but like, um, when I was recently re-getting into this group, Chani and Huyoung were my favorites. Um, so I remember seeing the King of the Mass Singer episode with Chani as the panel and just like gushing to my roommate being like, this kid is so cute. Like, I just like looking at his face. He's so pretty. He's very cute. And he's so cute. And it's weird. I don't, I, th- I think it's his nose. Like, I just really like his I nose. do like his nose. Yeah. Because yeah, he's not really like, that, like, he's not like, oh my god, he's a stunner, like, something, but there's something, like, really kind of familiar about him, and that cute yeah. little, like, roundy nose that he, like, it's, like, long and not pointy, though, but it, it's, like, <laughs> yep, like, that, yeah. it's, like, a, it's, like, a hill, it's, like, a cute little nose, that, that is a weird thing to say, but I kind of was thinking the same thing, when I think of him, his nose is obviously in the center of his it's face, but, thing, but yeah. like, that's what you think of, <laughs> I'd hope his nose isn't on the side of his face, but. <laughs> anyways yes he's yeah. very cute so it was like Chinese and then Huyoung it was the hair like, oh the hair. hair and it just like it spoke to oh. me so and we talked about it with the last episode of how apparently I'm just into hair um it's a thing but they looked great but like they're very young so I was just kind of like wrote them off I was like I have so many other older options so I would say for me my like firm bias records are Juho and Insung and probably Juho a little bit more. I'm going to talk a little bit about them, um, but not, like, an extensive amount. But basically, in the beginning, like I said, when I saw the Click Your Heart show, Juho was my favorite because 100% from the moment he, like, you first see him walking through the hallway with, like, Insung at his right, like, his jacket all, like, buttons open and stuff like that, like, he just looked like he walked out of an anime. Mm-hmm. Like He does. <laughs> He does look like an anime he does. character. It's, I think it's like the sharp, it's the, it's the nose. It's the for nose. sure. Um, but yeah, so that was it. But then I think what like, this was very recently, but what made me like full on fall in love with him was when I found out he wrote Echo because I love that song. It's just this pretty innocent and sweet love song and that doesn't fit his image at all. Yeah. Also his eyebrows that make him look like an anime he, character. He's got yes. some sticky boy eyebrows. He does. <laughs> Thicky boy. Um, but yeah, so I think that helped it. But also, there's this song that um, 
it's a little bit harder to find because it's like one of their I can't think of the word for how it's it's like an unreleased song that uh, he wrote. And it's called Champagne, and you can only find like low quality videos on YouTube of it. And it's like a song that he does. It's just him, Hui Young, and Young Bin. And it's a great song. It's a bop. Um, it's like it's mostly just like a rap song. But there's this moment because um Juho just sings the chorus part. And I know from all the comments I've read on YouTube, everybody goes fucking crazy for the part he goes, kiss my lips with champagne. But yeah, it's it's a Ooh. good line. I get it. I get it. But I don't know, like when the chorus starts and he starts singing and it's just like, I won't like try to mimic it because I will make a mockery of it. But it's just like, <laughs> he says like, won't you stay? And I just love the way he says it. Um, which kind of translates to my next point of I really, really, really like the way he raps. Um, he's got he's got a deep voice, like deep, deep, deep. Uh, <laughs> Very cute. <laughs> deep, 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 deep. But I like how when he raps, it happens a lot. He, it's it's not that his voice cracks, but his voice like starts out deep and then goes high at the very end. Oh, I love kind that. Of like how. It's so great. It's like how my voice does when it goes into Valley Girl at the end, but it, in uh-huh. my case, it's really annoying and, like, cringe. But his does it, and, like, I'm going to try to, because I have, like, I think you get it, but sometimes it's hard to describe this of, like, what his voice is doing. Um, I will say I can't rap, but it's when he's going, like, it. <laughs> That was bad. Um, <laughs> he doesn't go that high. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> it's, it, it's like the kind of idea of, like, I feel, I don't know if I can, like, I don't know if I've heard him do it, but, like, a lot of, like, rock singers will be singing and they kind of, like, intentionally screech it, at, not screech, but, like, squeal at the end. Yeah, it's kind of like that. But like, it's almost an intentional hard. voice break, like, you can do it on purpose. Yeah. Yeah. I get you. It's, I've def- I've heard other like rappers um, in K-pop groups do it, but I just I love I love it. I think it sounds great. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a there's this other great video that for some reason just like makes me love him. I think it's I think it's a mukbang with him and Taeyang, um, and it's <laughs> yeah. Uh, I haven't actually seen the entire video. I've only seen it like parts of it in compilation videos. And basically, it's just Juho going crazy at Taeyong. And he's just, like, over and over again, like, you. Can, I think I, like, saw a count once of, like, 20 times. He's just going, like, Taeyong-shi! Like, over and over again. <laughs> this super exasperated tone for, like, <laughs> the way that Taeyong's eating. And it'll be, like, they're eating pizza and chicken, and it'll be, like, Taeyong closes the pizza lid or pizza box lid, and there will just be, like, used napkins on top, so he's, like, closing it onto pizza, uh. or, like, putting his chicken bones back in with the chicken, and, like, spoons with the chicken, and Taeyong just keeps being, like, or not Taeyong, Juho, just over and over again, it's just, like, what are you doing? And it's, it's hysterical. Get your shit together. Um, yeah. Okay, so brief, brief plug for Insung, because I just have to, because this is another <laughs> one that I also just love him. I love his voice. He sounds so great all the time. There's a cover that they do of Sonia Shide's Run Devil Run, and his voice is like perfectly suited. But this is another case of a good SF9 member being fucking robbed by NBC on King of the Mass Singer because he lost in the first round. Uh, 
He is okay. a good singer. Like he he does the high note in uh yeah. in RPM, right? No yeah. it's easy, but I'll make it right yeah. now. He's That's so a bad good. version of that, but it's so good. <laughs> He's so good, and this, like, he 100% fully got robbed, because in the first round, he went against an opera singer. So, oh, like, yeah. it just, it just Let's wasn't gonna up. happen. Yeah. Anyways, he's, uh, low-key thick, and I love that. And then, he also, he's got the slightest English accent sometimes when he speaks, because he, I, he, he lived spent in some time for a bit. Yeah, I read that somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like he speaks fluent English, but when he speaks it, he doesn't, it's not like a full-on British accent, but he just has like the like slightest hint of it, and it's, cute. I just, it's really pleasant. It's really cute. So yeah. So, for the latter half of our episode here about SF9, we want to give you some small, little palatable things if you're like trying to get into the fandom, which is also going to be very helpful for me um, in... <laughs> doing my research too late. Um, but I do want to recommend for the small snippet videos, um, there's three of them on the One Million Dance Studio um, YouTube page. And obviously two of them are their choreographies, which I think were probably the the One Million um, choreographers had a hand in these, making these choreographies, which they do. Um, Leah Kim does lots of stuff. It's not by Leah Kim, but there's one by... Uh, Yoon Jinu and um, Yoo Jung. I've actually taken a class with Yoo Jung. She's really great. Um, so those those two are their choreographies, but the one I really like is um, Jinu's choreography for a Chris Brown song. Chris Brown's trash. Sorry. Um, but that's that's the one where I saw, I was like, wow, Taeyang is great and I can't keep my eyes off of him. And now I do know that it is Young Bin, Tani, and uh, Taeyang. Um, but that one's really good because it's kind of different from the sort of choreography they normally do, I think, because it's, you know, they do like more K-pop-y stuff and this is a little bit more like R&B, hip-hop-y, kind of hard, like some, you know, like that kind of stuff, if you get that. Um, yeah, that's my recommendation because I don't know very much. That's good because I actually did not even think about that. Um, I've seen, I think, I've seen one of the one million vids, but I just kind of Mm -hmm. completely forgot, um... Okay, so I've got a lot. Um, my first one I've talked about consistently throughout this episode, so I just gotta say it again. The vocal medley of the title songs is so good. Um, since Insung and Taeyong are the main vocals, the other three don't get showcased a lot. Rowan probably gets the most lines after them, but like Jaehyun and Dawon sometimes get like maybe one line in a song. Sometimes they'll get more, but they really do not get as much, and that's absolutely traffic, traffic, tragic, um, (laughs) traffic, (laughs) it's traffic, um, yeah, so this video is a really nice way of showcasing their talents, and puts a spotlight on their voices, and, like, okay, yeah, I've said it, Rowan has, he's an unbelievable singer, but, like, Jayun's voice is just so, like, pretty, it's, like, very soft, and, like, beautiful, but, like, Dawan's voice, honestly does not sound real to me in like a very positive way he half the time <laughs> reminds me of like an asian justin bieber um there's like actually a video of them singing baby and he sounds exactly like justin bieber but that one hits very very high notes in a really unbelievable way and he never gets to do them in songs really um so this is a good way to get to see the other members get to actually like show how good of singers they are um, 
another way to see their talents uh, singing vocally wise is to watch all um, there are just so many idol radio videos because um, idol radio is hosted by Lee Hong Yi, the man, the legend, the myth himself. Not a myth. Oh he's real. Um, he's great. <laughs> he's amazing. Amazing. Yeah. We love amazing. him. But he's um, FT Island, and that's a label mate of SF9. So SF9 guest stars on idol radio a lot. It's called idol radio, right? I'm not just like advertising uh, something that's not. <laughs> uh, perhaps it is. I, I, mean, I actually don't really know. But yes, probably. Yeah. I'm almost positive it's Idol Radio. Um, so they'll go on this all the time, and they do covers of, like, famous popular songs. If um, you need a direction to start off, I would have to 100% recommend the video of them covering Gangnam Style, because uh-huh. it is the most hilarious thing. It oh, is, it is um, Idol Radio, yes. Okay, perfect. Um, it's Jaehyun and Dawon singing it, and, like, this is a really good way to kind of... Um, slowly orient yourself with Dawan's humor because he's like he's so extra absolutely I've hysterical the fun i have seen there. those yeah he's so great yes i guess a small one that i could recommend that i did watch the uh not last night but the other night was a video just like of Dawan speaking english because he's not the best at english <laughs> but he's the most confident and he just doesn't shut up so that was really funny watching those because I was like, wait a minute, I thought Insung was the one with the best English. <laughs> that one's just like, that. I, I appreciate that about that man. He's like me, where it's like, I don't know the language, I'm just going to start talking. Um, it's not that he doesn't know. He's just <laughs> he's just the most, like, squirrely about it. So that's also just, search <laughs> that one speaking English is really funny. I'm or bad. I searched he's... Insung speaking English, and it, it popped up with like, you mean that one? And I was like, no, but <laughs> sure. Good enough. Yeah, that one's hysterical. Um, okay, so that video is really good. And then all the Idol Radio videos. I've watched, like, a decent amount, and it's a good way, like, you can hear. If you don't believe, like, you see the videos and you're like, Young and Insung are fine, but, like, they're... Oh, my God. My... Okay. Um, sorry, my headphones keep disconnecting and reconnecting. Um, Uh-oh. What was I saying? Okay, pause. Back to that. Um... Yeah, if you don't think that, like, Insung and Young actually have great vocals, watch these videos, because you see them just, like, live performing songs, and they are just crazy good. Um, so, next one, I would say, there's a very specific live performance video of Enough or Yapudijima that's only going to appeal to some people, specifically those who, like me, are obsessed with Rowoon, but there's a very <laughs> sp- <laughs> It's, there's, like, a very specific live performance video where Rowan is wearing this shirt that's just completely open in the back, and, <gasps> yeah, <gasps> I screamed the entire, like, four-something minutes when I first saw it, and that's all I have to say, but it's, like, it's great. That's it's all I have to it. say. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, they, like a lot of groups, like, starting out, they'll go to KCON, and then they have special stages where they do, like, covers of other things, so they have a lot of, like, cover performances, Recently, when they were in Cape Con, New York, I just said Cape Con, um, Cape Cape Con, New York, they did a cover of Love Shot, and um, it's exactly what you expect. Dancing-wise, it's not the same as, like, when EXO does it, or even, like, it wasn't the same as when Produce X101 did it, Um, but it's, like, I mean, the outfits alone, they looked great, but um, a really, really great one is in 2018 at Cape Con, Japan, 
they did Run Devil Run by Son Yashide, which I mentioned before. And yeah, In Song is great. But there's a Huiyoung actually sings in it. And I had no idea, but he can like actually sing. Like he's this deep voiced rapper and his voice is like surprisingly high. It's it's great. It's great. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. Uh Dingo Mafia Dance is good. I don't really have, like, much to say about them on it, but I love all of the Dingo Mafia dance episodes with every group. Like, I would just recommend watching, like, that, like, not show, but that little, like, parts of Dingo on their YouTube page, because it's really fun. Um, RPM Runner Live, this came out pretty recently. I've seen that! It's so great. It's, like, they're all running on treadmills, singing RPM as it plays, and then, so they're all, like, actually, like, running, trying hard. And then there's just Chani, who, like, literally just gave up and walks the entire time. <laughs> except for maybe the last 30 seconds. But it's crazy because they're, like, they're running and they're actually singing, like, Insung. Holy crap. Like, he, they all sound great. They've got great vocal control. But he sounds insane. Like, he hits the high notes and he's singing and he's running uh like i, I can't, can't even like we, we stand legends that's what it is yeah um and it's really funny because like you'll see like dawan who's just like struggling like he's just struggling and then like there's the parts of Young, and he's singing and he like looks like he's never known sweat in his entire life like he's just doing like the dance moves so casually what would that, what would that be like i'm right. i sweat the second i start moving I walk to the like, subway I, and I have butt crack sweat. Like, I literally like? sweat when I wake up in the morning. Like that crunch yes! getting up out of bed. Yes! Like, I wake. I'm awake out of my sleep and I'm sweating and I'm like, yeah. I wasn't even moving. <laughs> How is this possible? How? Yeah. So if you want to be incredibly jealous of this boy, watch this. Um, Okay, so there are a few videos I've only seen, like, parts of. Star Road is a series of, like, five-minute videos. Um, I want to say they're on YouTube, but they're definitely on VLive. I've only seen, like, one or two, but they're basically just doing little competitions and, like, crowning winners. So the one I saw was, like, an acting competition where they, like, all have an emotion and they have to just show it on their face. And whoever, like, wins is the king of acting um it was pretty it's like just a very like gifable moment um and so okay this is a video that i'm gonna be honest is not actually worth watching but i have to talk about it because (laughs) it's just it's wild it has absolutely nothing to do with them but there's a behind the scenes video of when they're on inkigayo Mm -hmm. and i don't know the title but i'm sure if you just like google inkigayo behind the scenes like rowoon he's eating he's just like eating a shit ton of stuff it's like kind of like a mukbang but I will never forget this. He starts talking about this Inkigayo sandwich that is apparently famous at Inkigayo. Like, they have these sandwiches. And he, like, shows it and describes it. And literally, from top to bottom, here we go. It is bread, then a salad, which is made of cabbage, cucumber, apple, and corn. Then another slice of bread. And then some strawberry jam. Then another slice of bread. And then potato salad and egg salad and crab meat and then another slice of bread. Korea, come the fuck on. (laughs) Who wants to eat that? Right? Who wants to eat that? 
They're talking about how this sandwich is actually famous. Like, all of the people on Inkigayo, like, go to this little pianijam or meijam and just buy this sandwich. And they're all like, it's so good. And he's eating it. And I'm like, I would take one bite of that. And, and gag. Like, a, take, yeah, I would gag. B, probably immediately have to poop. And then C, probably couldn't walk. Like, that just sounds heavy. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you mixing? Like, that? I just... Why are you mixing those things? I have a lot of questions in Kigayo, but I don't know. We would watch yeah. no one do anything, so I get that. Yeah, I mean, I, I did it. I watched it. I'm not saying you should watch it, but I'm putting it out there if you want to. <laughs> I also just want to advertise to everybody this wild fucking sandwich. <laughs> um, okay, uh, so another one. I think they're called Just Something Fun. Like, I think that's the English and Korean title. And these are another series of short videos that I haven't actually seen all of them, but I've seen like one or two. And the one I saw is literally just them having, they're split into three teams of three and they're having this competition to like, like have, oh my God, what is it called? Like a pedometer? Is that, no. Is that what it's called? Like the thing where like- Step counter? Yeah. They have like a little step counter. It's a pedometer. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. I don't know why for some reason I speak English. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um- I kept wanting to call it a speedometer at first, and I was like, that doesn't make sense, but... It's a thing, but not what you're talking about. Yeah, but okay, so they have a pedometer, and they're, like, doing whatever to, like, get X amount of steps, and they have to, like, guess it, and it's, like, literally just all hell breaks loose. Like, literally, there's literally a moment where (laughs) Dawan, like, runs up, puts his head into the camera, looks at it, and just goes, like, this is hell, um... It's just so funny. Like, they're getting so into it and so into annoying each other to distract them from counting how many steps they're taking. And it's um, <laughs> it's so funny. I don't know how, like, the rest of the videos are, but I'm just assuming that they're also all just as, like, extra as that one was. Probably. Um, There's another video. It's called, like, the o- Oki interview. Like, where Oki is the name of the interviewer. It's a really weird video to describe because it has, like, a very weird, serious, and somber tone. Um, And it's just Rowan and Chani, and they're being interviewed by a dog. And it's... I don't remember this video very well, but I do remember watching it and being like, this is really funny. But it's just them, very serious, deadpan the entire time, answering, like, weird interview questions from this sock puppet dog in a TV. Oh my so, gosh. There's that. And then the last one, I, I talked about this earlier. It's I literally just wrote endurance. Um it, my problem is all of these videos just have like Korean titles and I'll just watch them. And so I only like remember or translate like a for, like a word from it. So it's Right. An endurance video. It came out like a week ago, so I don't think it'll be too hard to find. Yeah. But it's so funny. It's it's Rowan Hui Young in Sung and Jaeyun. And they're doing, like, endurance tests, but, like, for endurance tests, it's, like, playing Tetris at, like, the highest level or, like, winking as many times as possible. But (laughs) it's so great. Uh, But it's, like, the tone of it is also very, like, somber and serious. Somber? Somber? I literally just, I I don't know how to say words. Somber. Uh, (laughs) Somber. (laughs) But um, it's very similar to that interview that I just talked about, but... It's, like, because it's so serious, it makes the humor hit so much harder. Um, and so there are two moments that I actually just, like, full-on witch-cackled out loud during. <laughs> um, 
one of them is like they're doing actually they're both during the staring contest so it's a staring contest between Huyoung and Rowoon and Huyoung loses like pretty immediately and Rowoon's just like going he's like gonna ride this out as long as he can and Huyoung asks him at one point he's like what are you thinking about to like keep from not blinking and Rowan just says, like, completely straight-faced with his eyes just huge. He just, like, kind of, like, whispers out. He just goes, like, Supan Sengok, or, like, sad thoughts. Sad thoughts! <laughs> yeah. And he kind of, like, laughs at the end, and I, like, lost it. But <laughs> by far, the funniest moment is when, th- during the staring contest between Insung and Jaehyun, and, like, this just hits. This is my humor. But uh, they're just, like, chatting to, like, talk during this thing to distract themselves and Jaehyun is just kind of like I've always been ahead in fashion trends and Insung just dead ass is like you should go back and I just like I was <laughs> <laughs> like this is my humor um so the entire video is like great but those are two little like peak moments to look out for I guess um but yeah so that's all I have for shorter videos at least better boom well hit us with the longer ones Maddie all right, longer ones. Do you have any to add or? I have watched none, so I have none Dope. to say. <laughs> All right, so let's go. Um, okay, the first one I have written down is SF9 Trip with Fantasy. The Korean name is SF9 Renson Yoheng. Um, and so this is all on V Live. Oh my god, my stomach just growled so loud. You gotta eat. I wonder if that audio picked that up. Um, but yeah, so it's. The length of the videos themselves are, like, pretty short, but I just added this here because it's, like, their own reality show. Um, And so, basically, the concept is they're split into two groups for a vacation, and they have to just, like, do all these competitions for, like, food or where they're going to sleep that night. And um, it's, like, this nice, pure, sweet vacation. Um, It's where the very famous, like, Cleopatra game clip is from, which is the game where you're, like, An Young Cleopatra. Go higher or lower. I've seen both. Yeah, they did it higher. And it's really, it's, I don't want to, well, I mean, it's not that important to spoil this. It's really funny because it's like, they all play it, like all nine of them. And it ends up being like, at the end, it's just between the four rappers who each have like the deepest voices. <laughs> so it's just yeah. funny that it ends up being them. Um, it's great. There's like a really cute and kind of like funny moment when, um, they, like, do, like, a scared thing where they have to, like, go write uh, or, like, draw pictures of themselves in, like, an abandoned, like, cabin that they get, like, scared in. And it's pretty funny to watch them. Um, so that one's good. They were, um, I don't know the episode number, but they were on Idol Room once after the Yepu Jujima Enough comeback. I'm sure if you just type in Idol Room SF9, it'll, like, just pop up pretty easily. Uh, that one's really funny. That's the one where Werwin was doing his model strut. Um, yeah. There's a lot of funny moments on it. I, I love every episode of Idol Room, though. I do, like, too. Honestly, that is, a, that is an Ipduck show for the win. 100. Um, they're on Weekly Idol twice. The first one is a bit longer ago when Donnie and Coney were still there. And they were with them. Yeah. Um, they were on another... There was It was, like, them and another group called... I, I always want to call them CrossFit. They're not called CrossFit. <laughs> <laughs> CrossFit. Uh, CrossFit. I believe they're called CrossGene. They're a group that I'm not familiar with oh, at all. Oh, I have heard the name before, though. Yeah. yeah. I think they um, have one song that kind of slaps, but I can't remember what it's called. Black and white? Black or white? <gasps> it might be that fucking song. Anyways, 
carry on. Uh, <laughs> but, um, so they're on it with them, and that episode's pretty funny, but, like, honestly, that episode is where, like, you realize that Dawan is, like, the variety king of their group, um, and his interactions with Donnie and Coney are really good. And then they're on it again, also from the Yapujijima Enough era, and it's with the new hosts, but it's, it's not with, like, the new, new current hosts, who I think are a little bit better, mm. but, like, that little in-between with those three new hosts. Who Was I actually, it Yoon Se-yoon and the, the female comedian? Yeah, and, and then Lee Sang-min or something from An Hyung-nim? Ah, uh, Lee Sang-min, yeah, 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 yeah. Lee yeah. Sang-min, yeah. Um, they listen yeah, well, so, but they're not as, like, dynamic as the other hosts. They don't have, like, the... Because all three of them on their own are really funny, but they don't have, like, that... Rapport with each other, right? yeah. Wait, but this is not about that. But yeah, so they're on that. Um, and on, like, I know I've seen it. I don't have any memory of it. So it's, in my mind, not. It doesn't stand out. But it's there. It's good. Um, click your heart, obviously, if you want to go way back to the beginning. Um, that's a fun, cute little show. Uh, and again, you can watch it in like a day. If you are into Korean dramas and you want to see ones that they are on, Rowan and Chani have acted a lot. I don't actually know any of the ones that Rowan was on because I actually don't watch like any Korean dramas. I don't like Korean dramas usually, but mm-hmm. I will say that I watched Sky Castle, which is like Chani was on it and he got pretty popular from it. Because Sky yes. Castle basically was like the most popular show in Korea when it was out. It beat um, Goblin or Dogebi, which is like that was the show. It was super popular, super famous. It's 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 a pretty good show. Like it's really good. I think it's on Netflix now or soon to be on Netflix in America at least. Um, so if you just want to see what was like taken Korea by storm, but Chani's also on it. He a lot of people like rave about his acting in that show. I'm gonna be honest, his acting, his kid, he was exactly the same as I've seen him in every single video, like reality wise of SF9. Um, so that is his thing, but that's a good show if you want to support them in that vein realm. Just try to combine those words. Um, plug it. They've had one livey with V Live also. Um, I've seen parts of it. I've never actually watched it all the way through because honestly, with the exception of Seventeen's livey, I always fall asleep whenever I try to watch livey shows, which I guess shows how effective they are. But. Um, I'm always hesitant to watch those because they're like, obviously it's happening live and I want to catch everything and they're probably not subbed live. Are they? V-Live, V-Live, I actually just did a long ass research paper about V-Live for my class. You're amazing. Guys, I love Maddie (laughs) doing graduate school papers on K-pop stuff. She is the real hero. hero. That is not sarcasm. You are, you are amazing. Um, so V-Live is, they do sub live and they sub live and only like, impressive. What, they sub live in English, Chinese, traditional, and simplified in Japanese, I believe. Are there live That's still subtitles? a lot. <laughs> yeah, and then Korean. I will say quality-wise, because I watched them, like, produce X101 live, and, like, the subtitles don't catch everything. Right. And they're pretty, they're not great, so you'll, but it, like, it helps, I mean, it's okay, like, I think you and I will be okay, because, like, mm-hmm. or, to be honest, I watch a lot of variety shows without subtitles, and you catch enough. Livey might be harder because it's such a talking heavy show. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. But so like I watched it and I just passed out during it as I've done with every episode. Um, but I remember I fell asleep and I remember waking up to actual like 
screaming in my headphones and I was like <laughs> what the heck is happening and what happened is literally there was just a bug in the room like a bug came in the room and they just like freaked out like they're jumping hiding running around and it's like five minutes straight of just these nine grown-ass men screaming because there's a bug you can actually see the bug like hopping in the front and it's it's hysterical (laughs) okay um all right my last one it's i don't know the title it's for tbs but not like the american tbs network but some sort of Korean network called TBS that I've never seen. It's called, like, the TBS show. The Korean title is, like, Jun- Junction Upso or something, and mm-hmm. then with RPM in it. I think, like, the English title is, like, Max Level of Chaos or something. <laughs> I, I have no... It's, like, a 44-minute long video or something, if that helps. Um, and it's more recent, because it's from RPM, and it's, it's absolutely hysterical. Um, I've said that word so many times. But hysterical. It's hysterical. But so basically what happens, like the first half slash majority of it is all of them switch member like identities. So it'll be like Taeyong is pretending to be like Insung and like mm-hmm. um Dawan's pretending to be Juho and things like that. So they're all impersonating each other and in the process they're like making fun of each other. And they even, like, they even sing RPM with, like, the other person, like, trying to impersonate the, like, their person's singing of it. And it's, like, they are losing it the entire time. They actually will just start, like, crying, falling to the ground, laughing. It's so, it's so great. It's 100%. It was one of those things where I started watching at, like, midnight, and I was like, I'm not gonna finish this, and I just, like, all of a sudden, 40 minutes later, I was like, this like, oh, it happens. Yeah, like, I guess I watched it all. So, yeah, there's, there's that. Is that all the long oh. ones you have? Yeah, that's all. That's all I got. There aren't, I think, because they're, like, a newer group, and they're not, like, as big as some others. They don't have as many things. I, there are, like, more things of, like, single members. Like, I know Rowan was on Battle Trip, and, like... Um, well, I think that I, I'm not saying that was like, that's not enough. I was just asking oh. <laughs> to make sure. Like, is yeah. that it? That, as I said it. here, like, I as you were doing all that stuff, I was going through, and I think I just searched SF9, and I pinned, like, ten things to my watch later, which I'm like, that's the last fucking thing I need to be doing right now, but here I am. <laughs> I promise the listeners that aren't listening that I will do my research, and I will. I just am going to be resistant to it. Um do you have any fanfic recs, or should we just quickly say that we weren't able to find any, and if anybody wants um, to send us some, give us some? I've got a couple. I didn't, this was basically me last night at, like, 2 a.m., just, like, searching all of the fanfic tags, and I'm gonna be really honest, there's a lot of smut out there. Like, everything was just mature content, mature content, smut, 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 um, and so mm-hmm. I, yeah, I was like, I don't know if that's the kind of thing we're recommending, so I didn't read any of those. Um, we we can we can we recommend can. smut. I'm not against it. Yeah, um, I didn't read any, but I, I guess I could give them a good go and see. Um, I also I briefly looked through Archive of Your Own, which I don't understand its interface very well, and so all of the things that were showing up were a smut and b all things that had trigger warnings, and I was like, I'm just gonna stay away from that. So <laughs> I went back to <laughs> Save Tumblr, where you can't find as many of those. Um, so basically, I found like a couple things. Um, <laughs> 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 Bless you. Um, okay, so I found 
let's see, um, Sensational Scenarios had a couple, like, Mafia AU series that were basically based on a short list of, um, if everyone in SF9 were in a Mafia, here's what their roles would be, and Mm. then expanded a couple of them into, like, series with maybe, like, one or two parts, um, so I read, like, the Insung one, and I was like, alright, this is pretty okay, like, it's good. I, I think I'm, like, very picky with, like, what fan fictions I really, really like. I am, too. Um, I've been try. I tried to, like, get a good array, though, in case, like, you don't like reading long written ones or, like, other things. There's another one with um, SF9-Babies. I can't remember what it was that I read by them, but I screenshotted it on my phone last night at, like, 2 a.m., so it must have been memorable enough. And we'll link uh, that all in the Twitter. No worries, people. Yeah. Um, SF9. Oh, no. That was just me writing. Um, Daybreak X had some. I think they're more like uh, just kind of scenarios. I don't know. This is this is like me being bad. Okay. Here. I do remember this one. Not. It's not dash creative dash enough dash stuff. So not creative enough stuff with like dashes in between all of them. And they do more text series. And I liked... Um, they're not, some of them were series, but some of them were just, like, one-shot texts, and I like those. I read a lot of the text message ones, because those are just, like, faster, and I can, Mm -hmm. um, get through those. So, I think, like, out of all of those that I recommended, some are, like, more scenario, like, one of them was, oh, you know, one of them had, like, a bullet point college AU one, I think. Um, so one are more, like, bullet point scenarios, some are more lengthy written things, and some are text things. So hopefully that's... A good array of different ones. But that's, again, I did not search, like, very comprehensively. And I searched for maybe an hour late, late last night when I was a little bit um, out of it. So that's that's what I got. (laughs) Well, you too, listeners. If you have any favorite SF9 fix, please send them to us on the Twitter if you care to. Um, But I think that about does us for our podcast podcast. Our podcast. Our um, podcast. Oh my god, I see your JM poster. Sorry. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. I just watched that video today where they were unboxing them and they're like, we can't get our own posters because they're sold out. Hmm. Like at the Kyobo bookstore when you were like, I was in Gangnam at that time. And like in the video when they're like, oh, we thought we were going to see some Sydney's here. So we're kind of disappointed. And I was like, we were at work. I would have been there if I had known. If I if I was off at that time, I literally like if it was a weekend, I would have been there, buying the album that's, at the same time, and I could have. That's run like into the that. worst that when you find out that you would have been in the same place as like your favorite. That was like me when I was in New York. In New York, NCT was in New York, and I was like just a day off in all of the same places, mm-hmm. and I was actually just like crying. And my friend who's not into K-pop was just like, "What's the fucking problem, Maddie?" And you're like, and like "So many things. Big deal." Okay, yeah. let me do the sign off here, <laughs> and then. um... I guess, yeah. So that about does us for our this week's episode of You Should Stand. Obviously, I'm uh, a terrible fan, and I'm going <laughs> to use our own podcast as a means to get myself educated on SF9, but we hope that you enjoyed it, and if you stuck with us to the end, thank you so much for listening to our annoyingness the whole time. Um, we will put the, the links to all the things we talked about on Twitter, and if you have things that we missed or didn't talk about and you want to educate us, please tell us um and we will gobble that content up per always um so this has been Paige 
and Maddie. And this has been You Should Stand. We will see you next time. Bye. Bye.